I'm in the magnificent city of Belfast, home to world-renowned shipbuilder Harland and Wolf. And this is the original office where the plans for RMS Titanic were drawn up. I'm here to tell you the story of a man who was powerfully used by God at the turn of the 20th century. Harry Munn was a very unusual preacher who lived and worked among the people of Belfast. They called him Mad Munn. Let's face it, you probably don't get a nickname like that unless you've earned it. And boy, did he earn it. Who in the world would fake a funeral procession led by the Salvation Army Band in order to leap out of the coffin and speak to the audience about the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Although his story is virtually unknown, his life, ministry and stunning example had a huge effect on me as a young evangelist in my 20s and the hallmarks of his approach are indelibly written into the DNA of Miracle Street, the work that has grown around me since the 1980s. Harry Munn was outrageously dramatic, continually pushing the boundaries of acceptable church practices and methods of the day. He wasn't mad in the classic sense of the word, of course. He was just prepared to do whatever it took to draw an audience in order to speak to the people about a father who loves them and sent his son Jesus to rescue them. The coffin that was used for the funeral procession was used in other contexts as a portable pulpit. Harry would stand in it and sometimes on it in order to preach the gospel. As the people gathered, as they always did, both indoors and outdoors, his team would upend it, significantly increasing his elevation. On one occasion, he marched through a bar with the Salvation Army Band in tow, in one door and out the other. Drinkers who left their glasses to follow him were amazed to see the same procedure repeated. Every bar was entered and most of them emptied of their customers who joined the line into the Salvation Army Hall in Dublin Road. Some were very drunk, others were aggressive and disruptive, still others emotional with a deepening sense of their need of God. Harry Munn loved them all and he poured out his heart upon them to wake them up to a better way to live. One spectator shouted out at the top of his voice, I'm a hopeless drunk, you can't save me, Harry. Whereupon the young preacher took him by the hand, led him to the front of the meeting and then prayed, Oh God, please make this chap's heart as soft as his head appears to be but his language matched his love, and many responded to the gospel that night, falling on their knees and weeping before God. Every week on the streets of Belfast, he would take the themes for his messages from what was appearing in the news. He would put leaflets in the hands of hundreds of working men, 
as they walked towards the shipyard where Titanic would be built only a few years later. His street presentations were also the themes of chalk advertisements that appeared on the pavements all over the place. One of the most famous took the shape of a high court on the street complete with a judge and lawyers in wigs and all the legal paraphernalia. Harry Munn put the devil in the dock and charged and convicted him for deceiving the world that God did not exist and that people could live their lives exactly as they pleased without any consequences. People were forced to take notice of him even though they were shocked by his antics. The local press too were not indifferent. They were either allied to his cause or viciously opposed to it. Many of his fiercest critics would come to the meetings to disrupt the gospel, but end up leaving converted. But the greatest of his illustrations involved the use of that coffin. During his spectacular ministry as an evangelist, that strange makeshift pulpit had served him well as he travelled from place to place, drawing ever larger audiences as his reputation increased. The last time he used it, 3,000 people were rammed into Belfast's Ulster Hall. The storyteller preacher was introduced and then framed in the lidless casket, he stood on the platform with his booming voice penetrating to the four corners of that giant auditorium. His abundant success in drawing people was his only justification for the use of his very unusual methods. Wherever he went, people from every background were converted and commenced to live completely changed lives as followers of Jesus Christ. When a serious outbreak of smallpox ripped through Belfast, Harry was in the thick of it. Eventually, he contracted the disease and died on November the 3rd, 1904. A local newspaper wrote, the Salvation Army in Belfast has sustained a great loss with the death of Harry Munn, a familiar figure and a man of tremendous energy and enthusiasm. At his funeral, a real one this time, thousands gathered to pay their respects to a man who had led so many of them to Jesus. His coffin was paraded through the city to the Balmoral Cemetery, the same coffin that he had preached from thousands of times throughout his prolific ministry. The pallbearers who were trusted with carrying the now famous casket were men who had been converted because of him. We need fearless, risk-taking men and women to arise in our time who will live their lives courageously in the hands of God, unafraid to declare the timeless message of forgiveness and new life through Jesus Christ.